Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Ralph Malrock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Gordon Goder, Gargamel, Joey Devine, Emperor Tomato Ketchup, No Sass. John Keen, Jimmy Fallon, Todd Kramer won, all his hits gone, Patreons, Mitch Rodericks, thank you Mitch, Carlos Philippe Silva, thank you Carlos, Danielle, thank you Danielle, Temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi! It's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with my best friend, your uncle. That's right, he's everyone's uncle, comedian. Writer, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm doing. I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm dog sitting today. Very exciting. Ooh. This is a this is a quieter dog than the ones that sometimes bark uh, when we're recording. The are you show. talking shit about my dog Corn Pop? 
No, I mean, oh, sorry. I meant, uh, <laughs> I meant, I was talking shit about Pepper and Sadie. I would never talk shit about Corn Pop. Well, I'm just saying, I'm, I just wanted to remind our listeners that, yes, I named a dog after the man who tried to fight Joe Biden at a public uh-huh. pool. Yeah, with a chain, uh, right? Yeah, or did yeah. Joe Biden have the chain? No, Joe Biden Corn had, Pop a had a chain. Corn Pop had a switchblade, I believe. Man. Which reminds me, uh, check out Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. (laughs) Can I can I give a message to uh, the real corn pop right now? Mm -hmm. Of course. Come on, man. I also have that message for (laughs) Vladimir Putin. Mm, Great. Cut out the malarkey, buddy. Well, that's Sean establishing himself as a non-tanky leftist. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Some business off the top before we get into our news-heavy show. Uh-huh. Uh, Patreon.com slash RoundRockPod is uh, where you can... The the final episodes of our uh, Amazon's Reacher's po- Reacher podcast, Fists Like Thanksgiving Turkeys, that'll be up this weekend. Well, once we record our finale episode. Sean, what's coming to the Patreon, though? Oh, very exciting. Uh, We've got a podcast about Steph Curry's new show about last night. Mm -hmm. And we're still debating on the titles. You can you can let us know on Twitter or the discord or at the email uh, or on Instagram, I guess. Uh, Should we call it about about last night? Or should we call it sexual perversity in Atherton? Mm -hmm. Because that's where that's where Steph and Aisha live. It's their couples dating show with some very weird combos of celebrities. Uh, The first episode, as you could probably guess, uh, it's Adam Pally and his wife. Who isn't famous? Uh, Malin Ackerman mm-hmm. and Jack Donnelly, her husband, and then Stephen Jackson and his fiance, mm-hmm. uh, drinking cocktails and answering questions about dating. Apparently, the first episode has a surprise dance contest. If there's one thing that makes me not want to watch a television program, it is any kind of dance contest, but particularly. A surprise dance contest. Yeah, I should let the listeners know I have bowed out of this podcast because yeah. it makes me too sad. Um, <laughs> I, uh, that's just going to be a Sean and guests uh, pod. I'll come up with something to make up the bonus Joey content for you. I just cannot watch <laughs> I mean, what so you fa- just described. <laughs> <laughs> so far, it's... Um... Save it for the Patreon. Okay. You're right. You know what? You're right. You're right. And uh, you're right. Um, we should and tease something. Some of these, some of these combos are. Oh well. Oh, tease the next one. Is what you're saying? Yeah, we should tease uh, something that's uh, more interesting. Uh, we've got a new T-shirt coming soon. And Kings fans, it's all for you, baby. Let's just say that. Um, oh yeah, it's you, it's really good. You can purchase our T-shirts, of course, at the link in the description of this episode if you go through that link we get an extra dollar or something um and you know how much we love dollars um <laughs> uh also we're gonna be doing a uh a, a recap god damn it we're like the fucking ringer now we're gonna be doing a on Patreon, we're gonna be doing a recap of the uh the lakers show with non-basketball fans so that should be good uh airing on hbo starting this sunday why am i they're not paying us for that why did i even tell them that sean you know what else our listeners can do 
they can call us on the phone. That's and we true. got a pretty good phone call, I gotta say. Here, uh, let's no. Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. Probably remake that drop to have him say that phone number slower. All right, um, Sean. It's hard to make him say it slow. It's really hard to make him say anything correctly, <laughs> even words that are normal. Um, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> Sean, um, speaking of our Patreon and uh, Jack Reacher, our friend Mike Burchett in Portland, Oregon, had a mm-hmm. dream about Jack Reacher. So, uh, and he left us a message, uh, let's, uh, hear that right now. Hey, Sean and Joey, it's Mike, uh, calling today because I had a dream the other night that Reacher had swallowed some evidence and had to poop it out, but me and the woman from the show got there too late and he didn't have to poop anymore, so we had to wait, and when we got there, he literally looked us in the eye and said, it went back up. So, my question (laughs) for you and the rest of the Reacher creatures at Round Ball Rock is can Reacher, just like his internal alarm clock, poop on demand? Thanks, and I'll take my call. Question, my answer off the air. Absolutely. Yeah, I think Jack I think Reacher that's a given. I feel like that's like a thing that like a literary military man can do anyway. Like any, uh, like any Tom Clancy character can poop on demand. Um. Uh, the Gray Man, whoever that is, that's another one of these books, right? Yeah, Orphan I mean, X. They can oh, all oh, get ready man. for get ready for the Gray Man movie, Joey. You're gonna <laughs> love it. You know who's making it, right? I don't remember who's making it, but I do know who's starring in it. Uh, it's, who's? <laughs> it's uh, it's um, I know uh, Captain America's the bad man, the bad. I assume the the black man <laughs> if he's bad, right? And then uh it's um uh Drive. Mr. Drive is the Ryan star. Gosling, is the yes, gray man. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I couldn't remember his name for some reason. It is being made by the Russo brothers, Joey, your favorite. Love and you know what though? I did like 21 Bridges. They gotta close all 21 bridges in and out of Manhattan. Wait, they made that? Well, they produced it. I think oh, they okay. wrote it too. Oh. Um <laughs> Hey, I definitely didn't see that one, Joey. Uh, it was fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it, uh, look, I love I love an arbitrary closing of a number of bridges what, I didn't realize existed. Twenty one bridges is a real throwback to the dad TNT action movie for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, OK, I, I should uh, look. Normally, I would have seen that 
And I would have seen it while movie hopping. Mm -hmm. But, you know, things have changed recently. Uh, Yeah, with the global pandemic and assigned seats in movie theaters, it's much more difficult to uh, hop movies now. Um, Sean. Mm -hmm. uh, First off, I didn't ask how you were. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay. what I was doing was stalling. I knew there was business at oh, Round oh, Rock oh. Pod on Twitter, roundrockpod at gmail.com if you'd like to talk to us. Um, Sean, we have a lot of news today. We haven't talked news in a while because we were talking mascot fights. There mm-hmm. was an all star break. So uh, let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Is, of course, the top story in the NBA by far, right? This is all anyone is talking about. It's all anyone's talking about. And uh, that is uh, a man with a first name, uh, the first initial J, and all the amazing things he's been doing on the court. And that is, of course, the Utah Jazz included Jordan Peterson in their ticket plan. They did. They Uh, did, Joey. Do you want to run us through uh, the details here? Well, uh, everyone was surprised that uh, I thought this initially was a funny Photoshop. Mm -hmm. The Utah Jazz. I texted it to you like, this is our top story. And then I was like, wait, it's fake. Then I was like, wait, it's real. (laughs) It's a really weird, like not very appealing photo. So it says fan pass and Utah, Utah is promoting this fan pass. It was a sponsored post. Uh, It's this fan, fan jazz pass. Mm -hmm. And it's a picture of uh, Boyan Bogdanovich kind of looking tired. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main focus of the picture, well, would you he say? Looks tired all the time. But. Yeah, um, and it's marked for sixty-five dollars. It appears that you can see these seven uh, games at the Vivint Arena. Uh, March 9th is the Trailblazers. March twelfth is the Kings. March fourteenth is the Bucks. March sixteenth is the Bulls. March seventeenth is Doctor Jordan Peterson. March eighteenth is the Clippers, <laughs> and then March thirty-first is the Lakers. Uh huh. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that's, it's a pretty good value, like a little, a little more than nine bucks a game for those couple of, a couple of playoff teams, one, um, real like weirdo meat and salt only Racist, eating, uh, uh yeah, professor race baiting, uh, like, uh, like also like trans professor, a uh, guy who thinks fables are real, yeah. um, <laughs> Whose like knowledge of mythology yeah. comes from Fortnite? Man, who's, have you ever uh, seen daughter that? Is, I have not seen that. His daughter maybe kidnapped him. Yeah, his daughter tried to kill him. I believe he was in the Ukraine, wasn't he, mm-hmm. for a while, dying. I mean, he he was like he almost died because he switched to this uh, meat only diet where he only had meat and salt, and I think like rainwater, whatever the whatever the 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 guy from. Dr. Strangelove mm-hmm. had. <laughs> I mean, um, he did do a thing the Jazz have never done, which is not lay down and die in a late <laughs> stage of <laughs> anything. <laughs> so he claimed he claimed it cured his depression and anxiety and all these autoimmune diseases he had, but also he like 
smelled a strawberry and went into a coma for three yeah. months. So, you know. Also, I its... believe if you see Dr. Jordan Peterson speak, you uh, – it's like – do you know that story about the sex pistols, uh, Sean? Or no, the Ramones. It's the Ramones uh, playing a show in London uh, early in the 70s and how basically uh -huh. it, there were only like 30 people there, but like it was all the members of Joy Division and the Sex Pistols and the Clash. Like every person at that show started a band. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson is like that, but with substacks, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> Um, like everyone who goes to see him immediately uh, starts a stub stack and uh, gets starts writing for Outkick and quits their job at the Athletic to talk about TV ratings. Um, all right, yeah. So he he got addicted to he got addicted to tranquilizers, Benzos, and then right? eventually ended up. He went to Moscow, Joe. He he's oh, he's, he's on he's on the. He's on Brett Slamson's side of this war. Let's just say he recorded. Look, contractually, I think we were supposed to air his uh, war special podcast, but we're not going to do that. Yeah, we... no. Brett Slamson, not Jordan Peterson. We don't have oh, any yeah, 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 yeah. contracts with him. Um... Um, yeah, but anyway, he ended up in an induced coma in Russia. Um, because his daughter tried to murder him. In, like, a Knives Out mm. situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. Um, and now the Utah Jazz are honoring them. Well, Joey, luckily, we have some boots on the ground. We have well, some correspondence. I don't want to get to that Oh, yet. you don't want to do that yet? Okay. What I want to ask you is, so Jordan Peterson is most famous uh, telling incels to make their beds. That's, like, his number yeah, one yeah, piece yeah, yeah. of advice. And my question for you is uh -huh. which Utah ja which member of the Utah Jazz could most benefit from making their bed every morning? Oh, let me look at this roster real quickly. By the way, don't the Warriors go crazy when a guy makes his bed too? I believe, yeah. Well, that's because is don't you think Joe Lacob's probably a Jordan Peterson guy? He has all his Ayn Rand is like his boat and his dogs are named after right. Ayn Rand characters. All right, looking at this team, the guy who needs to make us, but well, first of all, I mean, it's obvious. I am, I'm I surprised have, you even had to look at the roster. Look, there's one guy I want to mention first. That I think it's pretty obvious who it who it has to be too. But um, I want to say that Daniel House Jr. does need to learn to make uh -huh. his bed because bad things happen when a maid or a cleaning lady has to go in. It He's... wasn't a cleaning lady. Let's say it was a COVID tester. Oh, Let's... okay. Oh, that. Oh, that's so different. It's wildly inappropriate. And they're in love. should have married that girl. They're in love. Yeah. Once again, Daniel House wouldn't have gotten cut from the Rockets if he'd married the COVID tester. He was sleeping. Um, yeah. It would be the NBA's greatest love. Oh, but my gosh. I... I... Yeah. Who is it? It's obvious. It's Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside, of course, is the yeah. one who needs to make his bed. Um, There is one thing. I have a theory about why. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah, know go. from our friend Sarah Todd, right, that yeah. uh, Rudy Gay is a big Joe Rogan man. Wait, Rudy Gay is? Not Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Sorry. I don't think Ru yeah, no, Rudy, Rudy Gay, Gay is. I don't think he that. listens to podcasts. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but... Rudy Do, Gobert does... is a big Joe Rogan fan, and Dr. Jordan Peterson 
is why do I keep calling him Doctor? I, I don't have respect for. He him. is Doctor Jordan Peterson. I know that's it's because I'm. It's on the graphic. Yeah, it's because I'm staring at the graphic. But Jordan Peterson in his uh, Kermit the Frog voice. Um, hey, you know we should we should play that clip of him. Oh that yeah, I sent you we'll, we'll because... get to that. We'll get. To oh, that. okay, sorry, but sorry. I want to say that. Uh, Rudy Gobert requested that they fill out the array. Yeah, I, can I can I tell you something about that event though, Joey? Yeah, yeah. Plenty yeah. of seats available. Yeah. So far. <laughs> it's a it's a couple weeks from now, but imagine doing that on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> what did you do? Did you get crazy on St. Patrick's Day? I did. I heard a man lecture um, a group of other uh, white men about pronouns. <laughs> I personally think that uh, we're eating too many processed foods in this country and men want to be knights and women want to be princesses. <laughs> um, Joey, the, the thing that, so he talks about folklore a lot, like mm -hmm. how there are these classic tropes and that explains everything. And he constantly talks about witches yep. mm -hmm. and how they live in swamps. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, that isn't a thing. No, no. But you know where it is a thing? In the game Fortnite. <laughs> so this, like, cultural historian of Western values, uh, yeah, basically he he played a computer game. That was his okay, research for so this. Okay, so here's what I want to say right now. <laughs> Dr. Jordan Peterson, if you're listening to this, 1v1 me in Apex Legends, bro. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I love that. Can you imagine him trying to trash talk you on the headset? Like, watch out, noob. For I will show the, the values of masculinity that are being lost to the non-whites. You just got shit on. Um, all right. Um, Leroy Jenkins. Can you imagine him doing like the, the Twitch bro talk? Like uh -huh. Jordan Peterson going, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> so, Sean, you do have a theory about why the Utah Jazz requested uh, included this in the in yeah, the, right? and you sent me a clip to play. I did uh, because if you go on YouTube and you search for Jordan Peterson and respect, mm -hmm. there are so many results. And I I sent you one, so yeah, if you just you play the clip. with regards to respect, is that you don't meet people generally speaking in a mutual display of respect. You generally meet people in a mutual display of alert neutrality, which is the appropriate way to begin an interaction with someone because respect is something that you earn as a consequence of reciprocal interactions with, with that are dependent on something like reputation, which is also a consequence of repeated interaction. So Jordan Peterson sorry, is that saying... that immediately put me to sleep. <laughs> well, he's... He is saying that uh, you shouldn't be respectful to anyone unless I guess you've known them for like like maybe if you meet someone for a fourth time, you start treating them with any respect. OK, great. Uh, but also that was and obviously the jazz are into being respected more yeah. for, by the refs, by the media, by the league, by the world, by the all star voters, by the rookie of the year voters. Mm -hmm. By Adidas, by the jersey sponsors, uh, by the court designers, but also just so you know that that um, that part about how Jordan Peterson doesn't believe in respect, mm -hmm. uh, that was about how he won't call anyone by their preferred pronouns. 
Oh, great. Of course it just was. A cool, and I think he was like testifying in front of some kind of Canadian uh, <laughs> political organization. Uh, uh, Ford. He was, it was a Ford. One of the Fords. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, yeah Rob, Rob's like, I got, I got plenty, I got plenty to eat from them at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I now look, now that you made me listen to his voice again, uh, I hadn't heard it in years because I awful. can't stand it. I just want to hear him go. Oh, he's take, the most. I just want to hear him go. Take note. Uh, <laughs> um, what is the definition of rookie? Um, if you if you go look into it, uh, it does not mean just someone in their first season. For if you're rehabbing an injury, um, men are afraid to shoot free throws. Um, respect from Joe Embiid is not something given. So, Sean, uh, <laughs> what I wanted to ask you too before uh-huh. we get to our friends who we asked our jazz fan friends to about to call us and tell us about this. Um, I want to ask you about some other Joe Rogan guests and what teams would include them. Oh, good call. In, okay. Uh, so first off, uh, let's go with, um, acid comedy store man, Duncan Trussell. Ooh, Duncan Trussell. Okay. So he loves, he loves the psychedelics. He loves psychedelics. Uh, he used to date our friend Natasha Legero many He's years the ago. the only one who ever calls Joe Rogan on his shit too, we should say. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think this is a Spurs situation mm. because, uh, mainly because he, the coyote mm-hmm. is probably his supplier yeah. and, you know, they're close to Austin. So this, uh, I, I think he he would be a good choice for finally getting Greg Popovich to go on Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about a, a small debate man Ben Shapiro? Which NBA team would include Ben Shapiro in their uh, ticket package? You know, this doesn't. This is not fair to the city. And I think this actually would have happened uh, if they had not had a change of executives. But I think it would be the Portland Trailblazers because (laughs) Neil O'Shea can't help but uh, put together the most undersized lineups of all time, (laughs) including the promotional speakers. So uh, and, you know, I think Antifa would kill him because I've heard their (laughs) I've heard their murderers. Uh, friend of the program, Andy Go. No, we no. don't even make that joke. He is not a friend of the program. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Sean. And finally, what about a weed smoker, Elon Musk? <laughs> Ooh, Elon Musk. Ah, uh, boy. God, I kind of think it's the Nets, Joey. I was going to say, I think it's the Golden State Warriors. Oh, well, (laughs) I feel like the Nets schemes blow up in their faces more. Like they they're more of a like a misfired rocket. And like like the James Harden deal turned into like a a flaming Tesla very quickly. I would think Elon Musk is the Warriors choice and Joe Rogan himself is the Nets choice. <laughs> and that is primarily the difference in attitudes between those two franchises. Well, which 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 guy did Kevin would Kevin Durant request? That's the real question. It's Joe Rogan. That's why. You I think do. it's Rogan and not I Elon do. Musk? I no way. He went to he went to dinner. He was like Mr. Tech they founder. They are posters. They are posters at heart. Uh, yeah, and and he went to Tim Cook's house for Thanksgiving 
Rogan's not good enough for Kevin Durant, I think. <laughs> Fair. All although, right. although if if he listens to Kyrie, Kyrie's choice is very clear between those two. And that I is just, that is definitely Rogan. I just think the Kevin Durant's whole brand, like the way the boardroom is set up, is it's like that's kind of my Yeah, but he would pick I mean, Elon Musk is like like um he's like Twitter, right? You know, and you know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, he's, he runs his company like Joe Rogan. (laughs) Um, all right, Sean, we luckily have friends in Salt Lake city who are jazz fans. Now, uh, we asked the boys from, uh, the Brigham young money podcast, the only leftist Salt Lake city politics uh, podcast that I know of Greg and Jordan, to just call and spew whatever thoughts they had about their their beloved basketball team doing this. Uh, here's mm-hmm. Greg first. Okay. Hi, guys. It's Greg. And as you can tell, I am beaming with positivity. I am ecstatic. I am elated to hear the recent news that the Utah Jazz are including Jordan B. Peterson as a part of their ticket bundle to close this season. And you may be wondering yourself why I am so excited, and I'm here to explain it to you folks. How often does a franchise get to go from Joe Ingles to a second-rate repeated guest on the Joe Rogan experience? That, my friends, is what we call a roster upgrade. Not only that, but I am... Super thrilled as a parent of a four-year-old, I am. It is, it is my job to teach my sons the ins and outs of life and how to be a part of polite society. One of those things, making my bed or making his bed. <laughs> and ever since I introduced my child to Jordan Peterson, he makes his bed every day and therefore <laughs> is better than any other four-year-old in the history of the world. The rest of them don't give a shit. Not as good as my kid. He makes his bed. And not only that, but if there's one thing about Utah and the Utah way, it's that we love a steady diet of benzos and raw <laughs> meat. We are blue-collar by nature. We are the beehive state. We work together through sweat, grit, determination, and E. coli poisoning. And not only that, but I feel like there are like like minds between Jordan Peterson and Quinn Snyder, real deep thinkers, and I cannot wait for Jordan Peterson to embark his wisdom and teach the Utah Jazz and Quinn Snyder 12 rules to get bounced in the second round again. So, guys, I'm super excited. I've already got my tickets. I'm going to be there front row, pen and pad, taking notes and enriching my life, and I really hope you guys join me on this journey. Bye. Thank you, Greg. And now here is the other is one of the other co-hosts of the Brigham Young Money podcast, uh, Jordan, a fellow Jordan. What's up, guys? It's Jordan in Salt Lake City. First time, long time. Thank you for the fine. I got to say, I'm not happy with the clowning the Jazz are getting online for their March schedule and their St. Patrick's Day game against Jordan Peterson. First off, it's a back-to-back-to-back, and that's a hard stretch for any team. But look who's in that four-game stretch. After all, you're dealing with the Bucks the Bulls, Regional Theater, Hannibal Lecter, and then the Clippers. You know what they say, there's no easy game in the association, but I think the Jazz can take Peterson, assuming Mitchell and Gobert are healthy. 
Um, anyway, this is perfect for jazz fans. There's nothing more they love than hearing goofus and gallant tales from someone who is also in the depths of a benzo addiction and also has a penchant for racism. And, but, hey, the discount tickets are always a good fringe benefit for the cheapest fan base in the league. I do plan on being there, though, but I'm going to be lurking in the background with a cup of apple cider like if Jack Ruby was also the Kool-Aid man. All right, I'm out. <laughs> Oh, uh, listen to the Brigham Young Money <laughs> podcast. We love those guys. Um, yeah, that was great. <laughs> Sean, our uh-huh. next story is uh-huh. uh I'm sorry, Kings fans, we're journeying back into maybe the most depressing Kings season in years. Like I don't know why it's like that, but yes. <laughs> like this Kings it season be. is like more brutal than when they traded Boogie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, so, somehow the end of the Marvin Bagley era was a real, like, way more of a bummer than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And it was already a bummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then trading Tyrese Halliburton seemingly because no one wanted a certain other guard on the team. Who and we're going to talk about. We might talk bit. about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it just, it really bummed me out this season. And this part is like, I mean, th- this is almost like too Kingsy. Well, they famously had a, uh, a man in their front office, steal a bunch of money from them. Right. Uh, yes, that, that happened. <laughs> So somehow uh, they're the white collar crime center white collar crime, of yeah. the NBA. Yeah. Well, I mean they are they are near the uh, California state capital, mm-hmm. and uh, talk about uh, corrupt guys stealing money. What I will say is, uh, what this guy look at did, you, Gray yeah. Davis. Okay. Um. <laughs> what I will say is, what this guy did is not technically a crime because it's in an unregulated industry. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no law. This only I mean, maybe feels only, like a crime. Maybe, maybe, uh, like, I guess, I guess the well, you know, I can't believe this, honestly, Joey. That wouldn't you have thought that the metaverse, the first thing they do was make virtual cops? Yes, in absolutely. America, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about De'Aaron Fox uh, stealing money from Kings fans. <laughs> Sean, uh, why don't you walk us through this story? Okay. Uh, I mean, what a tale it is, Joey. Um, so this is what this is what happened. We had De'Aaron Fox had a big effort to uh, make NFTs, non-fungible tokens. And, uh, you know, the NBA had Top Shot, you know, your way to launder money. Um, I actually talked to... I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. I met a, a I, mean, I can't mention anything about this person or who they work for, but they are a uh, banking fraud expert. Their job is to catch banking fraud. And I described NBA Top Shot. Mm-hmm. And this person said that would be immediately flagged. They would not be allowed to bank with us. And I said, <laughs> who can't bank with you? And and this person said, you know, arms dealers Anyone involved in <laughs> cannabis um, and and like people who seem like they're laundering money. So when I described it, uh, this person said, I 
I, I wouldn't even need to investigate more like on its face uh, because there were there were things like random highlights were going for like sixty thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars. Anyway, um, okay, so DRN Fox made an NFT project. the The league was really into it, and uh, they, they announced <laughs> it in December. Mm-hmm. What was uh, it he, called, Sean? It was called Swipa the Fox. Duh uh, Fox. Duh Fox. Oh, was it uh, Duh Fox? Sorry, the athletic says Fox. the Fox. Oh, Sorry, well, maybe, maybe. I think his I think his internet name is Swipa the Fox. <laughs> I believe, which, uh, and then without any warning, uh, the project completely scrubbed its social media. They had a hundred thousand people in the Discord channel. You know what that means, Joey, right? Uh, it was popping off. It was. It was definitely popping well, off. Well, he also, as part of this, claimed <laughs> that uh, it was going to be used to a give out scholarships to Kentucky. He was yes. going to give out four scholarships to Kentucky. Uh, he was going to do Q&As all the time on his Discord. He was going to hang uh-huh. out with fans. He was going to sell them signed merch, give them signed merch. He was going yeah. to uh, play virtual basketball with uh-huh. them in the metaverse, which I don't yeah. understand how that works. But, yeah, uh, he was going to interact with them and do like Q&As. So those yeah. are all things that are basically seem like they're also like something that we would do on a Patreon. Sure. Um, we're easier to get in touch with. Uh, we'll, we'll actually just Q and a with you like on Twitter mm-hmm. if you want, but um, yeah. I mean, join the Patreon, obviously. Um, so he, he made people buy him with cryptocurrency and essentially um, the NFTs all went for roughly 3,100 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then, which is so um, much money. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot of money. Uh, and so that was a total of like, a minute and a half. And so he has promised people who bought a certain number of the NFTs, certain numbers, by the way. So that means they spent more than $3,100. They are going to send uh, him an autographed jersey, mm-hmm. uh, which, like many NFTs, is also plunging in value. Mm-hmm. Like how much the, 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 the athletic values said they estimated its value at $100. Joey, how much would you spend for an autographed deer and fox jersey? Thirty dollars. Yeah, because I'm like, what would I just spend on a, a deer and fox jersey if I saw it at Goodwill, yeah. and it would be like twenty five dollars. <laughs> so, um, um, and uh, apparently, it's not necessarily illegal. Uh, it's called a rug pull, uh, which is yeah. Uh, apparently, this happens all the time in the NFT community. Is uh. Mm-hmm. Guys will announce these things and then just take all the money and leave. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Darren Fox says he intends to continue the project after the season. I don't know why, why everything would disappear if that was really his plan, uh, his actual quote about it. He said. Well, before we get to oh, yeah, that, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's lying because here's what <laughs> happened. He moved the crypto from one wallet to like another wallet to like uh-huh. another wallet to make yeah. it harder to track. Um, and I saw a lot of people like, and I do think this is maybe fair is like, uh. he thought that this ended up being way more work for him than he thought he needed to do. But I um. also think he was like, I'm just going to keep this money because right. in his, 
uh, finish, like in his statement where it's over, he does not mention still paying for those four college scholarships. No, no, not at all. He definitely is not going to do that. Also, apparently the NFTs are are like bored apes, but they're foxes. Yeah, and they wear fake Chancellor Rapper hats with his yeah. number on them. And so, uh, and so, I mean, those are as valuable NFTs. as they've ever been, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how is that not worth just as much as a stupid ape <laughs> but yeah uh, they are ugly for nfts i would say even they look like a 3do game uh-huh uh, they look like gex like swipe of the fox should uh be voiced by uh um dana gould and being like oh this is a i haven't had a trip this hard since a timothy leary's house <laughs> <laughs> uh so so let's just talk very briefly just about nfts in general sure um if you are being recruited to invest in an nft and you're not uh like a famous person or an influencer yeah you are a getting target you're yeah, getting yeah. ripped off because uh these work just like a ponzi scheme there's a certain number they are dominated by the people who make them and much like all ponzi schemes uh they rely on bringing in new investors who have mm-hmm. to hold the bag when other people cash out. That is why there is so much incredibly insane um, advertising for crypto. That is why celebrities are being recruited because uh, these things don't have any, yeah, these things don't actually have any value uh, unless you can trick someone else before you. So if you're like a master manipulator and you have like, a network of people and you're okay with uh, pulling the rug on them, basically, by all means, NFTs and cryptocurrency. But for the most part, if you're not starting a cryptocurrency yourself, mm-hmm. this probably isn't a good idea. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Which, um, um, Sean, I'd like to announce uh, Round Ball <laughs> Rock is starting now. <laughs> it's called uh, Muniz Coin. Yeah. And... <laughs> Get in now. Um I thought I thought this story was also funny that uh, Jalen. This came right after. Well, before, was right Jaylen before. Green, we need to mention the oh, yeah. actual funniest thing in this story. Oh yes, is, yes, yes, uh, Joey. <laughs> I mean, I feel yeah. terrible for this. Loser, I feel bad for this guy, but, but it's just so weird that this was like a scam that could even happen. <laughs> right. So De'Aaron Fox <laughs> hired a man to build him a basketball court in the metaverse mm-hmm. and then did not pay him the six-figure bill he got built. Yeah, he didn't He didn't pay him for that. Which, because look, I don't know what building a basketball court in the metaverse <laughs> means, but it shouldn't be more than Minecraft, right? Like, I mean, what is this? What is any of this for? <laughs> It's like it's oh 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 another thing that um a company is desperately trying to unload that you see a lot of advertising uh Facebook virtual reality helmets. <laughs> is it do you feel like wow I'm I'm getting advertised that a lot like a lot of people are encouraging me to put on a weird helmet and look at space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know anyone that has one. I think our friend Nick Stargu has one. I've seen. Yeah, him. but he yeah. well, he was like inventing them though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's different, and he uses them for a performance context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's different. It's different if you worked for a company that made them. Yeah. Oh, Land has one. Our friend Land oh. from the Ad Wizards podcast. I've seen uh, him gaming on a headset before. Right. Um, well, we'll have to have him on and see what he thinks about <laughs> would he play basketball in the metaverse? Um, I don't think Land would. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, but what to me? Look, I'm an idiot. I uh-huh. understand this. What? How? How are you building a basketball court in the metaverse? Like, is there empty land? I don't understand <laughs> how that works. Like, does he have, is, why is it six figures? Again, I would think the idea behind a, like, video game we all live in, right, is that, uh-huh. like, you should be able to, like, do anything. Shouldn't De'Aaron Fox be able to, like, Fortnite his own basketball court in there? <laughs> I mean, is it expensive to make, like, a 3D rendering for that i don't really know i don't know i mean i feel like it would be complicated but i also have zero interest in it and i don't think anyone ever would so (laughs) like is your avatar gonna dunk somehow (laughs) but you need it to be on De'Aaron on swipe a (laughs) decourt by the way can we talk about his nickname real quickly yes of course okay so he's swipe a fox he's he's leaning into this swipe uh um He's 47th in the league in steals per game. He's 57th in total steals. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is not even the best steals guy whose name starts with D-E apostrophe A. Mm-hmm. That is DeAnthony Melton. Uh, maybe that's appropriate because the DEA mm-hmm. also steals things from people. And yeah, they can't get the them back. Oh, all no. the back. Yeah. Forfeiture. Uh, and De'Aaron Fox's next plan for swiping, Joey. Mm-hmm. He's going to steal 100... $163 million <laughs> from Vivek Ranadive. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So, this came right after Jalen Green had the horribly embarrassing dunk mm-hmm. um, where he had a chain around his neck playing uh, like an NBA top shot of his own highlights Mm -hmm. and um except he didn't even (laughs) dunk with the chain with the phone on he took the he put it on Uh then took the phone off and did the dunk because it was like worried (laughs) he was gonna break the nft or something yeah i guess was he worried he was gonna miss nine dunks in a row was that what he was worried about (laughs) because he because he did that It was like the value of the NFT was plunging every time, much like an NFT of Jalen Green's highlights during his rookie year, I would say. Not a great season, buddy. Uh, Anyway, Sean, um, who's your next pick? To do a white collar crime. Ooh. Because we've had some white collar crimes this year. We had uh, uh, Terrence... um, Williams ran that uh, healthcare scheme with the retired yeah, a, players. A, yeah, with the that Blazers coach, Milt uh-huh. Palacio, and yeah. and some others. A lot of other people were in that scheme. Uh, are you saying specifically with the Sacramento Kings or in the whole league? Just in the whole league. I like. Okay. But if I had also, to, ma- well, hold on. I was gonna. We got to mention the okay. ultimate uh, white collar criminal, Duke legend, um, and a huge asshole. Um, fuck. What's his name? Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner ran an actual uh, pyramid scheme, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's incredible stuff. I mean, if I were picking a king, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, the only possible white-collar crime I see is uh, Harrison Barnes making, like, uh, a paperwork era, uh, error on, like, a, a, like a, a PAC, you know, mm-hmm. like a super PAC. 
and he just he just files something incorrectly. And it's a very mild white collar crime. See, I I would never pick Harrison Barnes to do a white collar crime. If anything, Harrison Barnes to me is like the number one NBA player ever that I would like nominate to become Elliot Ness after he retires. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's I think he's gonna get into politics. I think yeah. he's gonna be like a like a congressman from Iowa. But I don't know, maybe. Um, um, okay, so another white collar criminal. Let me think about it. And you give your answer. I think Cristiano Felicio is somehow going to scam a bunch of people out of Whoa. money. <laughs> is he still in the NBA? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I don't think so, but you know. Uh-huh. I guess my pick is going to be Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Because he's one. just going to be like running around. He He's already fooled people into thinking he should be on the all defensive team. He <laughs> fools a team every year into giving him a $13 million contract. <laughs> um all right and sean uh i want to tell you this next story um i did not pay well this one's not really a story but uh how how are you enjoying the james harden experience with the nets so far uh i mean how many has he played one game or two games now uh wasn't he was he in the game where 21 seconds took uh 17 minutes i forget Oh my God! Uh, no, he wasn't. That was the oh, that, that was, was the right, the Bucks right. and that the was Nets. The Bucks and the Nets. My mistake. Yeah. It's oh, but let's former team. I, we need to talk about that. Okay, so this was just a terrible experience. Um, the Nets and Bucks uh, played a game, mm-hmm. and uh, the the yeah the final twenty one twenty one point seven seconds of the game. Seventeen real real world uh-huh. minutes. Um. That's insane. It's like, I, I mean, I, I don't know how to even elaborate on it, except shame on you, NBA. <laughs> like, imagine telling somebody, I just want to watch the last 20 seconds of this game. And then what happens? It takes 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> and so this game, hold on, let me give you, let me just give you a little, uh, I know Taste. why I was thinking of uh, James Harden there, Sean, besides just, it being he, the Nets. Have you heard uh, the nickname they're trying to give him in Embiid? Because they oh are going to hate it. I'm sure I will. Uh, the Bonus Brothers? Oh, I hate that. <laughs> the Bonus Brothers? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, that is like a failed, like, Disney Channel. Like, like that's something that uh, Drake and Josh like a Drake and Josh vehicle that just didn't take right. The bonus brothers to me, it sounds more like what the strippers say when James Harden and Joel Embiid show up to the club is it's like, Oh, the bonus brothers are here. Yeah. Uh, we're <laughs> time, time to get our uh, monthly bonus. <laughs> it also sounds too much like the boner brothers, which uh-huh. also feels like it could be a nickname for those guys. Like, wow, they draw a lot of free throws. Great, the worst part of the game. Congratulations, Daryl Morey. Uh, Uh, Yeah. We also should talk about uh, the Instagram post, Daryl. We haven't talked about uh, a lot because of the All-Star break, but uh, we should talk about uh, Daryl Morey's weird Instagram post, uh, meeting James Harden on the tarmac. Yes. Where um, he acted like... 
uh, a golden retriever whose owner had been away in Afghanistan for yeah, four tours. It was, it was like there were there were like returned hostages from Iran that did not get as dramatic a return as this. Um, so let me let me just give you the quick sequence of what happened yeah, yeah, in this yeah. terrible Nets game. So the Nets, uh, uh, the Nets are up. By two. Mm -hmm. And James Johnson blocks Bobby Portis. And Andre Drummond grabs the rebound. Bobby Portis fouls him. Drummond goes to the line. Uh, He makes a free throw. They sub in Grayson Allen. He misses a free throw. And then less than four seconds later, Kyrie Irving fouls Grayson Allen behind Mm -hmm. the three-point line. Look, that just happens. Whatever. That's not not egregious yet. Mm -hmm. But of course... Uh, there's more subs that happen. And after Grayson Allen hits two of three to make it a one-point game, the Nets call a timeout. Mm-hmm. After this timeout, there are five different substitutions that happen. Great. <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, Javon Carter fa- f- fouls Kyrie Irving with 8.9 seconds left. Then there are two more offense for defense substitutions from the nets. Kyrie makes both free throws. It's a three point lead. What do the bucks do? Well, they take a full timeout and they make two more subs. Mm-hmm. 1.2 seconds later, Seth Curry fouls Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton makes a free throw. There are four more substitutions. Chris Middleton makes the second free throw. The bucks are down by one. What do the nets do? Full timeout. Our third full timeout in the final uh, 14 seconds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, final 15 seconds. This is our third timeout coming for the Knicks, the Nets. And the Nets did that so they could make three more subs. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 0.4 seconds later, Drew Holiday fouls Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Kyrie makes a free throw. Three more substitutions happen. Grayson Allen in, Bruce Brown in, James Johnson. Kyrie makes the second one. We're again three points up. And then it only takes the Nets 0.6 seconds to foul the Bucks again to keep mm-hmm. them from getting a three. Drew Holiday splits his free throws. There's two more substitutions in that gap. Drew makes up for, for missing that free throw by fouling a guy one second later. Kyrie Irving splits his free throws in the middle of that. There's three more subs. And then after, oh, four more subs. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, and then James Johnson fouls Giannis up three. Giannis makes his free throws while he's shooting the free throws. There's three more substitutions. Mm-hmm. One second later, Serge Ibaka fouls LaMarcus Aldridge. There's three more substitutions. Lamar Aldridge ends up making both of them. And finally, at the buzzer, we get our first field goal in 17 minutes mm-hmm. when Giannis misses a three at the buzzer to tie. Mm-hmm. That is terrible. That is like a college basketball wet dream right there. Well, it's important to remember that Steve Nash is one of the coaches of the Nets, and he was part of the seven substitutions or more offense. Oh, that's Phoenix. true. That's yeah. true. Well, you know, uh, and it's all, it's also difficult because the Nets, as we know, have many head coaches. Sometimes it's Jacques Vaughn. Sometimes it's Steve Nash. Sometimes it's Kyrie Irving. Sometimes it's Kevin Durant. I don't think it's going to be Ben Rich Simmons. Sometimes uh, it's Rich Kleiman uh, in the boardroom. Um, Sean. Yeah. Uh, there's one more thing. We I we need to talk a lot about LeBron, but I think we should save that for next week and get yeah. our friend okay. Julian Rodriguez in to talk about all of the Lakers. Yeah, because more stuff is probably going to happen too. Yeah. Um, but I should mention. I do want to mention. Really- 
Do you think DeAndre Jordan is going to help the uh, the Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs? No, it's so weird that he's back. Has a worse player ever been cut and immediately had a job? By a team NBA that history. cut him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, they got rid of him. They knew what they were. It's so weird. It's like, it's almost like this is, I mean, he has got to be the best locker room dude mm-hmm. right yeah people must just love him i mean good for deandre jordan like i don't i don't have anything against deandre jordan except that he's you know overrated and played for doc rivers but those aren't those aren't like you those aren't have a his fault for most of those uh no he seems like he seems like a good-natured guy and obviously like people like having him around um and maybe he crossed russell westbrook at some point i don't really understand that but uh no, he's not going to help. Like, it's it's not going to happen. Um, I mean, I guess, like, if you just need bodies. I, I will say the funniest thing is that DeAndre Jordan, who, would you say he's been washed up for, like, two years, three years? Longer since he signed that Nest contract. He was washed up in Dallas. So this is his third. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is year four of him being washed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so year, year four of him being washed up. Uh, yet the Lakers somehow replaced him with an older player, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> DJ Augustin, uh-huh. which, yeah, it's pretty great. Hey, DJ, well, Augustin won a playoff game like a year, two years ago or something. Remember three? That years is true. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, he, he could be, yeah. So I mean, he, he might help the Lakers make the play in. All right. Um, <laughs> Sean, uh, John ja Morant. We got to talk about him. Everybody's talking about him. Uh, yeah. Is he better than every player in the NBA? Because <laughs> that's I, what all the ESPN shows are saying today. I mean, he seems like he's maybe cooler than every player in the he's NBA. The coolest NBA. I think player I've he ever right. Like it's yeah. it's. I don't know who is possibly cooler than him. Um, I mean, maybe Penny Hardaway was cooler. Well, I mean, right now. No, sorry. oh yeah, no. Oh, I oh. mean, if, in my lifetime, I think. Oh, John well, Moran like is I think I think NBA maybe player. Walt Frazier or like right, but there's I like some ABA. Oh, in your lifetime, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, in my um, lifetime, I think John Moran is the maybe. Well, like I think yeah. If you're not counting like Dr. J, I feel like Dr. J is probably the coolest NBA player of all time. Yes, probably, but yeah. So, yeah, so go ahead. I was going to say, although I only really remember old Dr. J and he wasn't that cool. (laughs) Like mid-range jump shooting Sixers Dr. J. (laughs) Were you were you alive when the the Sixers won their title in 83? I was uh, like six months old. Okay, no, I was Uh. four months old. Okay, that doesn't really count. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, Oh, you know what? Dominique was cool. Dominique was be, very cool. He might be, because again, I think I've told this on the podcast, but Dominique Wilkins is the only player, uh, when I was in second grade, uh, this kid, Matt Montoya, told me he did a front flip in the dunk contest against Michael Jordan, and I believed it until I was like 12 years old. Um, and I don't, think I, believed, I don't think I would have believed that about anyone but Dominique Wilkins. Yeah. Um, um, also, I guess Carl Malone, probably pretty. No, uh, no. get out of here. 
uh, respect Carl Malone. Um, uh, men like to hunt. Uh, it's a natural biological imperative for a million to want to make love to a 13-year-old. All right, Sean, <laughs> stop it. Um, is, I think that's our episode. And like, yeah, I think, wanna, I think that's right. Uh, do you want to give a Ben Simmons update really quickly? Uh, I mean, we can. I kind of made fun of it. Uh, they, they've announced he's he's uh, week to week. He's not day to day. Um Supposedly, he uh, has a back injury now, and uh, Kelly Dwyer, our friend, said uh, he's probably out of shape, and he was working too hard to come back, and then he hurt his back. But also, all of this information uh, comes from Shams. Mm -hmm. And who does Shams have the same agent as, Joey? Uh, Well... Ben Simmons, ben right? Sim- well, no. It turned out that wasn't true, but yes. He's not a clutch client? He's not a clutch client. Uh, that oh. ended. But anyway, <laughs> Shams is the clutch guy of the Newsbreakers. Because uh, they yeah, don't yeah, yeah, talk yeah. to Haynes and they don't talk to Woj. They might talk okay, to Okay, so Haynes, he's not but... actually represented. No, no. Oh, no, well, he's, well, he's represented by UTA, which yeah, is partnered exactly. with clutch. <laughs> he's a cl- that's, that's, that's fine. He's a clutch client. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're in the same company. That's like being like, no, 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 no. That's that's TBS. They've got nothing to do <laughs> with, with, TNT. with TNT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, he definitely was never gonna play in that Philly game next week. Like, right. never ever. Um, it's hilarious that someone is being listed as week to week that is ostensibly not injured, too. Mm-hmm. But uh I mean, like I both believe he's sitting out and believe that he's not in shape, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're just like, oh, he won't be back in March. And and people are kind of reacting like, what has he been doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the most hilarious outcome is, of course, uh, him returning and, like, losing a play-in game for them by being unwilling to shoot. That's the funniest possible outcome. And the Nets not even making the playoffs. That's... Look, I love Kevin Durant, and I root for Kevin Durant, but it would just be so funny if this season ended that way, with them losing, like, a 9-8 game or something, you know? <laughs> um. All right, that's our episode. Sean, did you write a song? Oh, I did. I did. Um. This is just continuing um, the, 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 the project I've begun to stick it in the face of Sufjan Stevens writing a song about every NBA city. He only did two albums about U.S. states because he's a quitter. Uh, but we did not have a song about the Orlando Magic yet. So I partnered uh, with my good friend and travel companion, Peter Buck. Um, we love getting crazy on planes together uh, to do. Uh, it's a song called Stand Jonathan Isaac Edition. Mm hmm. Uh, and Sean, where can uh, our listeners? Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Do you have any shows? Uh, do you have a Twitter? Yeah. I do, I do. Uh, right for gold, Warriors World. Golden State golden, of Mind. Golden State of Mind, Joey. Um, okay, so here's the, here's the place that you can see me. March 4th uh, at Best of SF in San Francisco. That's uh, today. Mar- this will be out oh, today. Let's, well, I mean, you can see it tonight. It's at 8. Uh, March 8th at Comedy Oscar in Oakland. That is at uh, Oscars Hot Dogs, which I think is still not open, but they still do the show. And on March 15th, I will be at Sally Tomatoes in uh, Sonoma, California, and I'll be up. Uh, don't, if you can't miss that one, go see me at Three Disciples Brewery on March 25th, and uh, you can see me in Nepal in the month of May. Mm-hmm. Great. 
Uh, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on 10-14-2014, I tweeted, electrical fire, great. Oh. <laughs> Trust the process. Trust the process. And shut it down. Do not give Deer and Fox any more money. Stand for the national anthem. Now get hurt. Think about vaccination. Wonder why you haven't now. Stand on your pulpit at church. No one's there. Think of teammates you invited. Wonder why they haven't been. If your knee's contused, check with a doc. Carry a crucifix inside your sock. Your feet are going to be in a cast your head is there to go up your ass so stand in the crowded seat pack now get her think about in this canter wonder how he is canceled now stand in the line at the bank now get hey think about your buddy marco wonder why he's back on the floor your feet are going to be in a cast your teammates are going to show up for mass if jesus saved knees then you would be falling listen to tucker fox news is calling stand in the mri room turn your head and cough think about a hernia wonder if you have one too now stand at an amway event don't sign up your owner's brother runs black water wonder how that sits with the lord hey jonathan isaac is a lot like rem's early stuff on commercial radio they don't play it a lot to b3 and d the three should be falling Look at your jumper, your form is appalling. Your ass is going to be on the bench. You've got less cartilage than Dame Judy Dent. So stand, stand! Now get her kick it an erection unless you are watching Trump. Now stand, stand! Like Kanye West and how you hate Dr. Fauci Wonder if he's going to stand in the crowded CPAC Now get hurt, think about Ennis Cantor Wonder why he is cancelled now Stand in the line at the bank Now get paid, think about your buddy Markel Wonder why he's back on the floor Stand when the anthem is played Stand, cause you'll never get laid Your leg is going to be in a brace Your stunts are going to blow up in your face So stand Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.